We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brian, I, I think a great – when we start talking about the defensive side of the ball for Notre Dame, I think that the great data point that we have is what you did – what happened against USC just last year for Notre Dame. And that was the fact that you came into the USC game knowing about Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison and Brendan Rice and all these great wide receivers, Mario Williams, all these guys, right? But you expected – Notre Dame to be able to handle the run game that game because they weren't a great running football team. Their yard per carry was pretty good, but it wasn't it wasn't like a game to game consistent thing, right? And you were they were also out their best running back that game. They went into that game. Remember their their top running back no, Travis, no, Travis Dye was Dye. hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. So it was Austin Jones, former Stanford transfer, that was the guy going into that game. So you expect the Notre Dame to be able to handle the run game, and USC ran all over them. They could yeah. not stop the run in that football game. I think what did, what did Austin Jones have like 160, 160 that game? 160? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, yeah. he balled out that game. This is another situation where USC is not a great rushing football team. It's a different cast to a degree. Austin Jones is still there, but now you have Marshawn Lloyd, the transfer from South Carolina. Notre Dame defensively needs to shut down this run game, I think, yeah. first and foremost. You cannot allow that group to get going on you this year. Ryan, I would argue that that USC was a much better running team last year than this year. I thought their offensive line may have better God-given talent this year, but they're not, they don't play the way that last year's unit did, which was a, a cohesive unit. They weren't very talented, but they were a cohesive unit. And they did what they needed to do to uh, allow Travis Dye to go off. I mean, Travis Dye was having a great year prior to his injury, and they were a pretty balanced team until he got hurt. Yeah, but the point was is is, is while well, you focus so much time on stopping Caleb Williams, that you can also allow yourself to just go get ripped up on the on the other direction. And if you look at USC's production this year in the run game, it's 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 not bad. I mean, it, it's been pretty decent, but they're they're not to me. They're they're not really same thing. I've been talking about. They they've done it against teams that aren't aren't that good. And and they've been a little bit more inconsistent, a little bit more up and down this year, in my opinion, running the football. 
But you look at last year in, in games where the the offense struggled to score, they had they it would they would get their yards, but they were like four point two per carry, you know, four point three per carry. Then they go into the Notre Dame game, which was one of only four games last year they had over over two hundred yards, and they're five point two per carry, which is what they did against the bad teams, right? Like that's what they did they did against teams that weren't that good last year. And so to me, you you've got to be able to make them one dimensional. You have to, and, and then. If you do, and it comes down to two things, you've got to have a sound plan and you've got to dominate the line of scrimmage. The game plan last year is basically daring them to run the ball. And USC said, cool, we got that. And we will yeah. certainly do that. Yes. And yeah. And, and Austin Jones is a backup running back. He's a good player. He's a good football He's player, good. you He's know, player, right? um, but it, but this year they are a little healthier in the backfield with Marshawn Lloyd and, and, and Austin Jones as a one-two punch, you know, kind of a little bit of their version of thunder and lightning, you know? So you're going to have to be on your P's and Q's, man, and you're going to have to create some negatives, and you're going to have to have a good plan. You cannot just focus your entire game plan on stopping Caleb's way of throwing the ball. You can't. You can't. You have to make them one-dimensional. With your pass defense, if you can make them one-dimensional, you have a chance to make stops. If they're balanced, you have no chance at stopping. The only thing that will happen is if USC stops themselves. It it was – That's it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode of the Irish Breakdown podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you're laying in bed at night with your mind racing a thousand miles per hour and you just can't sleep. Like when you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. When you get there, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Irish. I mean, because at the end of the day, Caleb Williams is going to make his plays, right? I mean, you might hold down the volume perspective if you are just like a pass first, we're going to stop the pass, and then, you know, we're going to give up something in the run game a little bit. But ultimately, 
you know that Caleb Williams is going to make some plays. Like you're not going to shut out Caleb Williams. Like that's just not a reality that we're going to live in. But one area that you can take away more than the other is you can take away this run game, I think, if you play your best version of yourself, your best game. Because Notre Dame's defensive line has played really well this year. They have. I mean, Howard Cross has been very good. Riley Mills has been good. From a run game perspective, Devontae Jean-Baptiste has been good. Jordan Batello, for the most part, has been very good in the run game this year outside of this past game. I mean, your defensive line has done a really good job in stopping the run and being more physical this year. USC, which is a traditional, under Lincoln Riley, they're more like an inside zone type of system. But this year, they're a little bit more downhill with Marshawn Lloyd as their running back because he's not the fleetest of foot running back in the world, but he is a determined physical downhill thumper. I mean, he's 220 pounds. He's a physically dense dude, right? So they're going to try to, I think, inflict on Notre Dame a little bit, right? They're going to try to chip away at Notre Dame from a run game perspective. They're going to try to get that run game going in this one. Howard Cross, Riley Mills, the linebackers, the rest of the defensive line, they need to be up for the challenge, man. Make this team one-dimensional because at the end of the day, Caleb Williams is going to make some plays. It's about making enough plays on your side to take that fully away, right? But the run game, you can't allow this team to get the run game going because you know who else is going to really work off of a run game and be successful? Caleb Williams, right? right. Like you got you got to stop the run game. That is numero uno, which leads to number two, is that you need to harass Caleb Williams. You need to harass yes. him. Because if you dominate in the trenches in the run game, it leads to getting after the quarterback and making him get off key. Right. I mean, to me, Ryan, this has got to be a D line game to your point. And I was actually going to interject something into point one, but it carries into point two as well. Mm -hmm. And that is, is this can't be a game where you're bringing six, seven guys, because I promise you, if you're doing that all the time against this team, they will gash you. You may get some negatives, you may get some stops, but there's going to be that one time that you bring a double outside pressure and Caleb Williams keeps it and he's gone, you know, and, and cause, cause you got, you got, look, here's the deal. Last week to me was the best offensive mind you faced this year with all due respect to Ryan, to Ryan day. And the difference is with that Ohio state game, you know, they got Notre Dame's best defensively that day. And I would argue that Louisville is geared more towards doing things schematically that can hurt Notre Dame than, than, than Ohio state did. But it came down to, to to this, Ryan, is they schemed to beat Notre Dame's blitzes in that game. And that's exactly what they did. That's where that's where their gashes came from. Is they they said, you may stop us here, you may get some negatives here, but when we catch you, we're gonna catch you big. And and to me, that's that's why this has to be a D-line game. This has to be one where it's like, look, we've got to let Riley Mills and Howard Cross eat. We've got our ends have to play well. Ryan, I talked yesterday in my players that need to step up breakdown. It starts with your edge players. It's it's got to be you've got they've got to play better. John Javante John Baptiste just needs to keep doing what he's doing. It was more so he's got to keep doing what he's doing. Nana has to play when he's in the way he did last week. But you need your Vipers top to bottom to be a lot better than they were last week because the position as a whole was just not good last week. No. And and so you're going to need them to be good because you've got if you can't if you can't make stops in the run game with your front four. And what I mean by that is, you're, they're they're kicking butt, and the the line the linebackers are able to make reads and flow to the ball without being touched. That that's what I'm referring to when I say 
stop the run. It doesn't mean that they've got to make 37 tackles by themselves. It means they're controlling the action. The running backs are forced to make early cuts and bounce, and then the linebackers can rally to the football. If you're not able to get pressure on the quarterback with four, you're going to have a hard time stopping this USC offense. And again, we're not talking about the goal is to hold them to 10 points. I mean, it's make enough stops to win the game, which, you know, we'll, we'll get to here later. But if Caleb Williams gets comfortable, you're toast. Well, and toast. if you feel like you have to bring a bunch of extra pressure in this game out of necessity, then you also are probably going to be playing a lot more man coverage than maybe you want to, right? I think mix and matching man and zone coverage is going to be big in this game, especially. But if you're playing a lot of man coverage consistently against Caleb Williams, you know who else to give one-on-one opportunities there? You're really talented wide receivers that you have a lot of them, right? Like Zachariah Branch, I heard, is expected back in this football game, right? He is lightning in a bottle. Yeah. You have guys like sure. Mario I'm Williams. Sh- I'm not quite sure about that one yet, Ryan. The, the, the interview I heard is he's still questionable. For the game, okay. they're not sure. I heard he didn't practice. That he was, the, yeah, okay. he didn't practice okay. like the first day of the week. Okay, uh, but here's the thing: if you take him out, it doesn't change the story of what you're going to say. <laughs> no, because oh. you still have Mario Williams, you still have Brendan Rice, you still have Taj Washington, a lot of guys that can create, and not even mention Dorian Singer, who is a little bit down the the production ladder there, but it's still he was a thousand receiver last year in the Pac-12. Yes. Yeah, I was very highly wanted and coveted in the transfer portal this offseason. So they have guys everywhere. Austin Jones can catch the football out of the backfield. I think Luke McRae is their tight end that's been pretty productive for a little yeah. bit of portion of the season. So they have guys that can hurt you in one-on-one matchups. So if you have, if you get into a funk where it's like, dang, man, we can't get to the quarterback unless we bring five or six or more, then you're, you're, you're going to get burnt at some point this game. You are because Taj Washington or one of those guys, they're going to make a play at some point if you consistently just do man-on-man coverage. Because here's the deal, Ryan. It, it, Notre Dame's a very odd secondary right now because I, I, it sounds like I'm in the minority on this, but I think they can flat-out play man-to-man all day against USC on the outside. The problem is I don't know a lot of coverage schemes you can do where you're only man to man at corner and not other places, right? I mean, there's yeah. some man zone schemes, but the, the reality is, is if you leave your, your, your slots and your safeties in a lot of man coverage situations against them to your point, that's where they're going to yep. burn you. That's what Ohio state did. And that's exactly what Lincoln Riley did, but here's the difference. Lincoln Riley doesn't have to move guys into the slot to have success the way that Ohio state did with the Mecca. Although it was not, I mean, they, they do that. I mean, it's not like, yeah. They did only for the Notre Dame game. He plays a lot in the slot, but yeah. they went to it. A, that was where that was their go-to in this game was let's get let's go after their safeties, their linebackers, their nickels, and look at this team. And they're the same exact way. They will throw the slot to the slots and the tight ends and the and all day long. They're going to hit that stuff where where you know even against good corners, they're going to run schemes. They're going to allow them to kind of get separation coming in on in cuts and different things like that. That that you don't need much of a window for Caleb Williams to get the ball into you. The yep. best thing that you can do is okay. I want to throw that in cut. That guy's got a step and a half on Benjamin Morrison or, or Cam Hart, but I can't throw the ball because the linebacker standing right there in between him and the football, right? Yep. Or that safety just robbed underneath it. To your to your point. And, and so the other thing, too, is when you're bringing five or six, like every time, as much as Notre Dame blitzes, all the pre-snap covered stuff that you're doing to disguise doesn't really matter, impact as much because you still have decent numbers throwing a football down the field. 
And the reality is, is Notre Dame hasn't faced a kid like this. With all due respect to Kyle McCord and Riley Leonard, and they're different players than than him, you know, because he can make throws that just honestly, Ryan, nobody else can. Not in college football right now. It just, and it's not just about arm strength. Like Joe Milton's got a stronger arm than Caleb Williams, but Caleb Williams is 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 he's in that league of the Pat Mahomeses and the elite quarterbacks because he can also place it. Especially th- that's been the biggest change for me this year. His ball placement has taken a an, an even bigger jump this year, even than last year. Where he was pretty good at it, Ryan. As he can kind of he's in a position where he kind of put the ball where he wants to where, where he wants to put it now, and that's why they've been so successful. So I mean, you've got to do things to mix it up, and you can't do that if you're always bringing six, you know, and yep. five and four from a side and all that. You've got now that doesn't mean those things aren't used because to me, Ryan, if you do this properly then all of a just like the Duke game, then all of a sudden, when you do bring pressures, those things tend to hit home a little bit more. You bring yeah. that corner fire. You bring that linebacker off the edge. Those things now impact a little bit more because they're used to trying to get – they're trying to get used to handle the front four. And because you turn your D-line loose, as we talked about in the Duke game, when the linebackers do come free, they're coming free two, three, four yards into the backfield as opposed to at the line of scrimmage which gives quarterbacks, especially one like Caleb Williams, time to say, yep. and here it comes. He's free, but he's about a yard deep, and I'm going to get outside and get away and, from him. And when you, when you do pick those moments to try to heat up Caleb Williams, you got to finish plays, man. Like, this is one of those dudes that, like, even if you bring five or six, it does not mean that you're going to corral this kid and get him on the ground. <laughs> like, it just doesn't – it doesn't mean that. He's, he's a special kid, man. I mean, he's magic at times. He really is. He makes some plays sometimes that – there is about, and I'm I'm going from college football and NFL for a second, right? There's about three to four guys on the planet Earth that can make some of the plays that Caleb Williams can make. There's just not many of them. There's just not. There's Who'd not so say? many that are. Pat Mahomes, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Who? Lamar at times, you know, like at times. I, 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 uh, that's about it. I man. mean, you you wouldn't put Joe Burrow in that category because he doesn't have the the power that no no that it's Caleb much has. different it's much different, it's a different maybe, type of game i'm i might put a drake may at times in that what about herbert at times the kick, at the times the at times herbert at times yeah yeah he but again ryan we're, we're talking about a very small list of guys you know oh yeah Trevor, Trevor lawrence five max right? yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's a short list very short what's uh number three ryan and 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 i did this three times because it's point number three but also to emphasize Tackle, tackle, tackle. You yeah. got to tackle, man. Because Lincoln Riley, first of all, you got to tackle because you've been bad at it, number one. Yep. And number two, because that's what's one of the great things about Lincoln Riley's offensive system is they're going to get you in space. Yep. They're going to create space. Like You just, you got to make stops. When Whenever they catch the ball, stop them right there. When they run the ball, don't let Marshawn Lloyd, you know, make the third guy tackle him because now all of a sudden, your second and eleven or second and nine just turned into second and three because you didn't make that initial hit. That's kind of back. That's kind of back. He can be too, Ryan. You talked about it the other day. The contact balance he has is impressive. He's he's not the 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 speed guy. He, well, he's never been a speed guy. He was always kind of that, but he's he lost a little bit of juice from high school because of the, the injuries. Yeah. Yep. But his balance, his his feet, his vision, they're all there. You've got if you hit him at nine yards and he's got a it's you know, it's gotta be a one yard gain. 
right? I mean, it can't, it, you can't let them turn it into second and three, second and four. You can't let the receivers turn a third and four or a third and nine caught short of the sticks into a first down. You can't let a guy that catches the ball at 15 yards turn it into 40. Yes. Gotta. And, and, and you nailed the big, arguably the biggest one. When you get a shot at Caleb Williams in the backfield, you've got to bring him down. Have to. Gotta bring him down. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Because that, that, was, that was last year, right? I mean, that was like the biggest difference in that game is that even despite the fact that you were not good against stopping the run last year, you still had some chances, except on third and longs and, and big plays moments. Caleb Williams just broke your back several times. And we've seen that as a Notre Dame fan base over the last few years, Brian. Like I even think back to like 2018 with Trevor Lawrence, where it was just like you had him dead to right several times, but it's just like shrugs off a tackle, throws on the run, makes a big play. It's just it's frustrating, man. It's super mm-hmm. frustrating. I mean, you need to be able to at least keep this kid in check. I'm not asking you to shut down Caleb Williams, folks. I'm not asking you to do that because it's impossible. I, I on the college level, it is not. It is very unlikely that you were going to completely shut down Caleb Williams. It's just not going to happen. But you can hold him in check a little bit. You can make him work for it, right? He's one of the many guys on this offense that can hurt you outside of structure of the offense, right? Marshawn Lloyd, not incredibly cat quick or explosive, but the kid can break tackles. He can break some tackles and create some extra yardage. Zachariah Branch, if he plays, is lightning in a bottle. Taj Washington can create plays after the catch. Brandon Rice, despite being a bigger guy, 6'3", 210 pounds, he can create some plays after catch as well at times. These guys specialize in this area. This is how Lincoln Riley recruits and tries to acquire talents, right? He tries to find guys that win in space. That's what he's always done. You think about guys like C.D. Land, Marquise Brown, and – guys that can win after the catch in different ways. You need to be able to limit the impact that these athletes can have. Because we know that in a, any given moment, Taz Washington can break one for 50-plus yards. We know at any given moment, Caleb Williams can shrug off a defender and throw the ball 65 yards on the run for a big game. Any I mean, moment the, that the, can happen. The play he made against San Jose State, Ryan, was one of the most stupid – things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and, and, like, and, and I mean that multiple circle. ways. He like fumbles <laughs> the ball and then just turns around and chucks it. And you're like, what are you doing? And then it's like, oh, 75 yard touchdown. That's what, I mean, because nobody else could even dream of getting the ball far enough to where it could go over the defense's head. Right? Like when that happens, it's another name. You got to tackle them, you yep. know? And, and, and those are the things. And it can't be, it, you know, sometimes it's got to be forced and incompletion, but even other times, Ryan, it's like, it's almost like, even getting the incompletion and not the sack is a loss. It almost feels like disheartening. Like, man, I, I know it's third and 10, but man, we had a chance to get him at third and 20. Yes. I feel better about our chances to stop, you know, stop that one. But yeah, tackling is going to be a big part of this game. And and um, I'll be honest, this is the of all the keys that we've talked about. 
Yep. This is the one I'm the least optimistic about just because of how this <laughs> sure. defense is played. I mean, this defense has done a lot of really good things this year, Ryan. I mean, a lot of really good things. But this right here, as much as some of the frustrating things they do schematically, has been their kryptonite in, in some of these moments. And it, and it killed them against Louisville last week. Just yep. killed them. Well, the problem is, is that even some of your better football players who are really good athletes are missing tackles as well. I mean, like Benjamin mm-hmm. Morrison has had a problem with that over the last couple of weeks. I mean, J.D. Bertrand has missed a couple of tackles. Like, you just don't have a lot of short tacklers in in open space mm-hmm. right now. You just don't have it. I mean, that has been the that has been the weakness of this Notre Dame defense the entire season. Even when it's played really well, it's still like there's still several. It's been that for a few games. years now. I would, yeah. I would, and, and look, Ryan, this is you know you're going to have a recruiting show tomorrow yep. and I'm not sure what you're going to talk about yet, but I know we've done a lot of recruiting shows together and we've talked about this. This is exactly why Marcus Freeman has recruited the way that he's recruited at Notre yep. Dame and exactly why, even with all that's happening now, I'm, I'm still very optimistic about the future. Even if you lose this weekend, because you've recruited so many guys like that. I mean, yep. look, JD Bertrand's a heck of a football player. This is always going to be an issue for him. J- J- look, Drew Tranquil is a star in the NFL. He just got a big free agent contract coming off. I saw you know nine tackle game, but the one issue that Drew Drake Drew has had in the in the in the NFL and in college is he'll miss more tackles than other guys of his talent level because he's got very short arms. Right, Drew White had very short arms. I mean, that's just been an issue. A lack of length overall on a defense is going to lead to some of this. Because if you're slightly out of position and you've got shorter arms and you're kind of tall, it's a lot easier for me to make you miss and kind of put you on the ground, sure. right? That's why you recruit length. You know, a guy that didn't miss a ton of tackles in his Notre Dame career, or at least at the point of the ball, is Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. Why? A very, he was long. Kyle Hamilton was long. You hmm. know, Adetagumba Ogandishi, long. And that's why they're recruiting the way they're recruiting. That's why they recruited Bubakar Traore. That's why they recruited Josh Burnham. That's why they recruited, you know, a lot of Cole um, Mullins, Logan Thomas, Bryce Young, Armo Mukum, Brendan Vernon, like Leonard Moore, you know, Christian Gray. That's why, you know, that's why they recruit a lot of these kids because they're not, they can run, but they're Bodie Cahoon. Very long, you know, kid. I, I, I think Tabron is pretty long too from yeah. the film I've seen. So, yeah. yeah. So those are all things that 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 you need. But the reality is, but that's not going to help you right now. Right now, you've got to rally to the ball. You've got to take better angles of the football because some of that stuff is just going to happen, Ryan. You yep. can't miss tackles because you're out of control. You can't miss tackles because you took bad angles. Can't miss tackles because you're going for the knockout blow instead of wrapping a guy up. That's been the stuff that's right. bothered me. There's going to be times that Drew Tranquil, I mean, uh, JD Burchard is going to miss a tackle because he's just not long enough. I understand that. Jack Kaiser might do that. It's the other ones. It's like, dude, you were out of control. You went high. You know, right. you, 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 you didn't tried break to down hit, in space. Right. Yeah. You took a bad yeah. angle to the football. You, you know, what, what, what are you doing there? Like, you know, like DJ Brown. Yeah. He, he missed in space, but it's like that wasn't about even just about him being unathletic. That's about, dude. What, what kind of angle are you taking to the football right now? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you, that guy should never be able to juke you outside because your goal is to funnel, you know, to get attack his outside so he can, you know, force back where your help is coming from. And it's just things like that, that really can frustrate you can really frustrate you. Sure um, but you've got to make those. And then point four, Ryan, and, and this is a simple one too. You've got to make some stops. You, 
get if, off the field. Get if you hold field. USC to under 20 points, 20 points or less, I mean, Al Golden can, should be able to write his ticket to any <laughs> NFL D coordinator job he wants. Someone I mean, will still want to fire him in the chat. Oh, there's no doubt. They could shut USC <laughs> out. They'll still be like, it's his fault somehow, uh, you know, but, um, or they could lose three to nothing. And, it, and you know, there's going to be somebody in the chat. Well, if Al Golden wouldn't have made this call on that one field goal drive that USC had, they would have, you know, gone to overtime, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and so fire him, you know, that that's actually yeah. going to be, and, 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 you know, it is what it is. But the fact is, is you're, you're not probably not going to do that. Right. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe you have that game like o- Oregon State had last year or Washington had where the offense is just off, but you, you can't count on that, right? You've no. got to make stops. You've got to get, especially early. And stops to me are this stops are, you know, obviously forcing punts. That's a stop. Turnovers. That's a big one if you can do that. But even in a game like this, it's 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 also comes down to Ryan is is if they do go on drives on you, don't let their big plays turn into touchdowns, and then when yep. they get into the red zone, force field goals, right? Yep. Force field goals. Don't let them score touchdowns. That's a that's going to be a big part of this game because USC is one of the best red zone offenses in college football, and Notre Dame's been one of the best red defenses in college football. Something's going to give, and yep. and you need it to be them. So to me, if USC goes on a drive and gets three points, that's a win for me. I agree. If you're I a agree. defense, that's a win. Don't end in the end zone. Don't end yes. in the end zone. Yes. Yeah. And it's 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 not. It doesn't happen very often. We talked about it. Caleb Williams does not turn the football over a ton. It's just not what he's done historically in his career. What's that? Only like ten interceptions he's thrown in his career so yeah, far in, in three years. The like, other the stat I had the other day, Ryan, it's something like 887 or 877 attempts. And he's thrown he's thrown ten picks, and only six in his last two years at at uh, at um, USC USC. because he threw he threw uh, I think it was like five as a five as a four as a freshman and only two hundred eleven attempts. I mean, for him, only two hundred eleven attempts. Last year he only threw five. This is the context. Freshman, true freshman, threw four picks on two hundred and eleven attempts. This year he or last year he had five hundred attempts, only threw five picks. So, yeah, because it reminds me of it reminds me of Miracle a little bit when they're talking about the goalie from the Soviet Union. That's like, keep the puck if you score on him. It doesn't happen very often. Right. But what did they do in the big game? They scored on him a few times. Right. right? I, I, the point is, is that if there is a play to be had out there, if Caleb Williams puts one in a bad spot or in the double coverage or whatever, you have to make a play, man. Make a play and get them off the field. You do not want USC. And I'm not talking about playing keep away offensively where it's like, we're just going to try to keep the ball, keep the offensive field. No, I'm saying defensively, you got to get them off the field, man. You got to get them off the field. Don't let them be an efficient offense in this one. Make them settle for field goals. Make Mm -hmm. them turn the football over. Make them have a lot of empty drives. Like That is the way to beat USC. You need to be able to limit them getting into the end zone. If you can, like even if Notre Dame just holds them to nothing but field goals all game, I feel pretty good about Notre Dame's chances, yeah. right? It's just if you end the game, it's like Caleb Williams has four touchdown passes and it's just like uh, they just finish drives. Yeah. Can't let them finish drives, man. Need to get them off the field. Well, here's the thing, Ryan. It, it Efficiency is a big thing, right? Is uh, Yards don't matter as much to me as, as, as it comes down to. We've talked about, we talked about this with Ohio State, right? Like I, we, 
said, I don't care if Marvin Harrison has seven catches for 120 yards. If he's doing it on 15, 16 targets, then, you know, yeah, you you, you did okay because you forced a lot of zeros in that situation. We ended up doing even better than that. But, you know, you look at Caleb Williams and, and the production that he has this year, Ryan throwing the football. I mean, you know, last year he averaged 324 passing yards per game at a 168 quarterback rating. This year he's averaging 303 passing yards per game. He's got a 206 passer rating. So he's only he's only throwing like last year he threw um eight more passes a game than this year literally yep. 35.7 completed 66.6% of his passes this year in games he's only he's only averaging 27.7 attempts per game the colorado game is the only time he's gone more than 31 in a game this year he 24 against san jose 24 against navy 20 or nevada 21 against stanford 25 against Arizona, 31 against Arizona State, and then 40 against Colorado. Yep. And, you know, and he's he's completing things that you know, passes at a higher rate. What was the game that the offense was least effective? It was against Arizona. So they got 43 points. Only had 28 at regulation. What, what, what did we see in that game, Ryan? Caleb Williams completed 56% of his passes. That's it. Yep, One touchdown. Right. He was off and and they did some things defensively to kind of make him off, in my opinion. But you've got to create inefficiency. I mean, if Caleb if Caleb um, Williams throws for 350 yards, but he does it on 50 attempts, 55 attempts, you yep. there's a lot of zeros in there or a lot of twos and threes in there. Right there. So it, it's it's got to be about that, too. It's that's why the big plays are so important. Right. Because this kid it's really impressive to watch the level of efficiency he's displayed. Like you didn't think, how does a, how's a guy that's a Heisman winner improve? I think he's improved. I mean, not significantly because he was pretty great last year, but he's just such a more efficient, effective player this season. Yep. Part of that is because they were playing terrible defenses, sure. but still, man, their defensive game plans are all geared towards stopping him. And he, he yep. just doesn't make mistakes. You've got to make sure that he does that in this jump. game. Yep, I think he's made a junior jump. I also think he's filled out his frame a little bit. He looks a little bit sturdier, a little bit more like he can kind of withstand contact a little bit more. So, I mean, the kid's a tremendous player, man. There's no doubt. At the end of the day, Notre Dame's defense needs to be able to make enough plays and keep him in check. Like, you cannot let that kid kill you. You can't let it happen. And when there's mistakes that are on the table offensively for USC, you got to capitalize on them, man, whether that's them you know, airmailing a ball, whether that's throwing a double coverage, whether that's just missing a read all, all, from a run game perspective, you got to be able to get them off the field in some capacity. You have to right. be able to. Don't let them make plays outside of the structure of their offense. Keep them in the structure and make plays on the structure. Like that's yeah. just, yeah, you have to be able to do it, man. Yeah, it's going to be much easier said than done, right? Like all this stuff, hey, you know, stop the run, be disruptive, tackle, and make stops. Oh, that sounds simple. All right, yeah. Yep. And then you see that kid number thirteen back there, and you're like, "Yeah, this is going to be a little harder than we <laughs> than we're used to this week." Yeah, because if he doesn't play like Superman, Ryan, here's here's what it boils down to: if he doesn't play like Superman, they have a tougher time winning. Sure. And last week was a perfect example. That was by far his least effective game of the year, and they needed to go to what double triple overtime to beat a, a a three and three Arizona team who had just beaten Stanford by a point the week yeah. before and who was not playing with their own starting quarterback. Right. The, the concern that I have is I almost kind of watched and I was like, Oh crap. Cause what are the odds? Caleb has two of those in a row that that's the, 
that also, was kind it, of my thought process. It, it entered my mind of like, did they just look forward to the Notre Dame game? You know, like overlook Arizona yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, that enters yeah. your mind a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see if they can Notre, Notre Dame can replicate that. Special teams wise, Ryan, again, do no harm is the great loose emoji always said. Do no harm, but you got to make a play, man. You got to make a play. I mean, at some point in time, the special team's going to have to make some plays. And, and you know, making a play, what does that mean? Okay, it, it means blocking kicks, obviously, is making plays. It means you know, ripping off big gains on the return game. But it also means kind of doing what to, to the opponent, what teams are doing in Notre Dame. You know, you kick off, you get a re- you induce a return, and you get them inside the 20. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it just no comes down to, yeah, position. you, yeah. you got to make some, you got to make some plays. And that's what it's going to come down to for me. I'm not sure, especially if if Zechariah Branch Zachariah Branch plays, there's zero chance unless the wind prevents me from doing so that I'm giving him an opportunity to return to kick. Zero chance. Zero. Yeah. Or a punt for that matter. Yes. <laughs> like you're, nah, you're a bad football <laughs> coach. If you, I mean, punting to me is a little harder to to completely prevent. But yeah. yes, I'm trying to do what I can. But if if unless the wind forces it to happen. If you allow him to return, you you are yeah. not a good special teams coach, yeah. right? I, I, I think field position matters a lot in this game. One, you're an offense that's struggling, so you want to have short fields as much as possible. And defensively, look, USC is going to score some long drives. If you, regardless, like they're a good, a very good offense, obviously. But keeping them longer field position, let's do the law of averages thing, right? right. They're more likely to not score on long fields than they are on shorter fields, right? Like. Don't hurt yourselves with especially that, seven, Ryan. Especially yes. seven. They're they're yeah. less likely to get seven in those situations. You know, maybe because yeah. if you pin them at their own fifteen and they go sixty yards, then guess what? They're they're in field goal range, not touchdown yep. range. You know, so and they've done too much of that. Special teams and offense has done way too much of giving putting the defense in bad spots, and that it just speaks volumes to how how good it, how how well the defense has done in regard to. Limiting points. I mean, I'm going to have 15 points a game this year. I mean, they've, they've, you know, Louisville's really the only team that scored on them. But even then, Louisville was a lot like NC State. They put some points on late when the offense had kind of given up, basically. I mean, a 7 7 game at halftime. What more can you ask from your defense on the road against a top 25 team? And, right. and so, how do you get rewarded? <laughs> We're going to make you face Caleb Williams and that receiving core and that group of skill players this week. Uh, but that's why it's got to be a trench game, man, because, you know, when Notre Dame played played USC in 2017, that was a pretty loaded group of skilled players as well, Ryan. Sure. You know, not like this, but that was pretty good. I mean, you had Deontay Burnett transferred from – he was from Washington State, right? I believe transferred from Washington State. Tyler Vaughn, Stephen Mitchell, Michael Pittman. You had, you know, you had Ronald Jones as your running back. Uh, Stephen Carr is one of your running backs, and you had Sam Darnold, a quarterback. So that was a pretty talented group, too. But why did Notre Dame keep that offense in check? What was the reason? They dominated USC in the trenches. That's why. Yep. Yep. And, and you know, that was a USC team that that year, um, you know, could score. Not like this team. They could score. Yep. And they had a pretty good offense. But their their weakness was they weren't great up front. And, and Notre Dame – Notre Dame dominated them, and they were coming off back-to-back games of over 500 yards at that point in time. You know, they had 600 yards in a win over Stanford, 500 against Western Michigan, 512 against Oregon State, 532 against Utah. 
And then the week after Notre Dame, they had 607 against Arizona State, 642 against Arizona, 522 against Colorado, 417 against UCLA, 501 against Stanford, and then 413 against Ohio State. Notre Dame held them to 336. Right? Why? Because they dominated them up front. And at the end of the day, it's going to come down to. But but special teams, man, just I, I don't have a lot of options. Just don't, just don't. I'm I'm just with loose emoji, man. Just don't 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 screw up. Don't do anything bad. Get points when you get points. Don't let them go on long returns. Just you know, do no harm. That's really what it comes down to. So that that's it for that, Ryan. Um, before we get to, we have a, a couple super chats we'll get to, but before we do that, folks, do us a favor, hit that, hit that like button for us, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast. We also have obviously our game predictions coming up, uh, share this podcast, um, give us a five-star review. If you're listening via po- podcast platform, uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate that as well. And, um, uh, if you have not done so, I don't know what you're waiting on. Send up for the message board at boards at ourspreakdown.com.